Hello, and welcome to our podcast, Galatians First Reverse, brought to you by Telios. This captivating podcast will not only teach you the wonderful book of Galatians, but it will also teach you how to study the Bible so you have confidence in Scripture. Each episode will provide key points for verses in Galatians. Thanks for joining us on this exciting biblical journey. Welcome back to this verse-by-verse study on the book of Galatians. I'm glad you're here. We're in chapter 4, a wonderful section describing again the nature of our salvation. As we talked about in chapter 3, the, our salvation is based in the covenant with Abraham way back in the beginning of Genesis. Here it's talking about our inheritance. Remember, in the epistles, the apostolic letters from Romans to Revelation 3, <clears throat> these are the marching orders for the church. It's the part of Scripture of the Bible, the, all the Bible scripture, but the part the church obeys is in the apostolic letters. It talks about our inheritance, um, <clears throat> describing it before Christ came and not being, well, being there, we were a child under the tutelage of the law at the beginning of chapter four, but when Christ came, we became a full son. And then he, with with the inheritance, and he links this in chapter or verse five, and four, talking about when Christ sent uh, his son under the law of, of a woman to redeem us who are under the law, that we might receive that adoption of sons, become full sons. So in verse six today, we're covering, covering in six and seven and ending this section. Because you are sons, God hath sent forth the spirit of his son. So what does that mean? Well, the spirit here in context, we believe is the Holy Spirit. And generally, if uh, sometimes it can be the spirit of a man in Scripture. I generally think, as a rule of thumb, that when it says spirit and not the Holy Spirit or spirit of God, I'll take it as the Holy Spirit unless the context proves otherwise. So that's just uh, be careful. You have to determine it by context. I think the context indicates here that it is the Holy Spirit. It's the spirit of his son. So um, it implies that uh, God, Christ sent the spirit and or is derived from the spirit. Now, this is a little controversial, uh, particularly back from the Middle Age times where the Eastern Orthodox Church uh, did not believe this. There was a clause in the Western Church, the filioque clause in Latin, uh, and uh, the Son, saying that the Spirit was sent not just by the Father, but also by the Son. The Eastern Orthodox Church, again, believes it's just sent by the Father. And this phrase was added to the Nicene Creed from the Council of Nicaea, the first ecumenical council from 325 AD. So, um, God sent the Spirit, the Son sent the Spirit at the beginning of the church. And this is uh, noted in Acts 2 beyond the early stages of the church. Acts is a history of the early church. The Spirit came into our hearts. Okay, we know the Spirit regenerated us. He indwells us. He seals us to the day of our salvation. He put us into the church. And so, therefore, we cry, Abba, Father. What's Abba? It's not talking here about a Swedish musical group from the last generation. Abba is an Aramaic term uh, of meaning like 
dad. Uh, it's a close relationship to a person's father. What's Aramaic? Aramaic was the lingua franca of the Persian Empire to the uh, large empire to the east of Israel. And uh, apparently at the time of Christ, a lot of people spoke Aramaic, probably more people, people spoke Aramaic than uh, Hebrew in the Palestine region during the time of Christ. Uh, whereas Greek was the Christian language, Aramaic was the common language, uh, Hebrew was most likely common around Judea and specific to the Jews there. Aramaic is closely related to um, uh, Hebrew. If the alphabet's the same. The Hebrews took their alphabet from Aramaic, and much of the word, the grammar, is the same. Some of the Old Testament actually is written in Aramaic in the books of Ezra and Daniel, and where the information is specific to the Gentiles. So Christ is using this, or excuse me, Paul is using this phrase, uh, perhaps to the Gentiles, uh, using the common Aramaic here. Galatians 4, 7, wherefore, and he sums up this section, verses 1 to 7, thou art no more a servant. Otherwise, as it talks about at the first, where the father is still alive and there is no inheritance, but a son. And if a son, then the heir through Christ. And again, when it talks about heir in the epistles, it's talking about salvation. Now, this is important because for the Jews here in Galatia, uh, who, in, who would know much of the Old Testament, uh, the saints, the believers in the Old Testament, were never called a son. They didn't have the Holy Spirit. Certainly the Gentiles in Galatia had never seen anything like this. In the uh, Greek Roman pantheon of gods and the mystery religions, there was no personal God. There was no love and care of the gods in the pantheon for man. The, the, generally, the religions were the, there to appease the gods and their anger, uh, constantly trying to avoid the wrath. So this, this is big news and a big change uh, for the readers of, Gala of the Galatians who get to come to faith, uh, come to their salvation by faith, but were trying to walk by legalistic methods out of the law. They had forgotten grace, that which we are saved, but also by which we walk. Okay, so thank you for joining me. We'll come to the next section, the new section, uh, next time. I'm glad you're here today, and I hope you'll join me then. Thanks for listening to this episode of our podcast, Relations Verse by Verse. We hope you found the teachings both interesting and informative. Join us next week for another exciting episode. To listen to all episodes, please visit our website, teleosresearch.com. That's T-E-L-E-I-L-S-R-E-S-E-A-R-C-H. Thank you.